Hello everyone, welcome to the Bomb Men Podcast. I'm Matthew Osterchuk of the Bomb Men. Thanks for watching. I'm going to continue today talking about the new creation. And that is that process we are in, where we are being conformed to the image of His Son. Specifically, I want to talk today, though, about war. W-A-R, war. Before we are saved, we are in a type of war. And after we are saved, we are also in a type of war, though they are different. Before I was saved, God has told me in his word, in the book of Colossians, he describes the fact that I was an enemy. I was an enemy because of my mind and the evil behavior that I pursued. Now that may seem like harsh and and intense. And uh, I certainly even reading it now, I, I think about the fact that my behavior and my mind before dwelled on things that God considered evil. And I have to conceptualize that and think, well, what, what do I consider evil? And unfortunately, I don't get to decide that. The Lord has already given decree on what is evil and what is good. And when we read through his word, we come to understand what he defines as evil. And that is the law. We also have our consciences, which we talked about before, that define for us what is right and what is wrong. Unfortunately, as well, though, our, our conscience can be, as it's written, seared. And we work against it and convince ourselves that what we are doing that is evil is actually okay when in fact in God's eyes it's not. We may even come to a point where we say, okay, I see what God says is evil. I see that he has a law and I want, I want to live like that. I want to be pleasing in God's eyes. And let me just commend you if you, if you think that, um, that that's an amazing process to come to a place where you acknowledge God. You see that your life has been, you've been walking in, in a direction that is not towards God, and you've been doing things that he considers evil. And when you are able to look at your life and the past and see that, and see that you've fallen short, and that you have sin in your life, you come to a place that it's it's called repentance. It's, it's like remorse, but it's different. It's turning around and walking away from that life. And it is a complete and utter change in the man. It's essential to the new creation. And when that happens, it's part of a process of also understanding that you have that sin there. You're guilty of that sin, you have to have some sort of process of reconciliation with God. God is a creator, uh, he is a king, and he's also a judge, and he's a righteous judge, and so he has to judge sin. And we know that there is a cost when we break laws. There's no such thing as justice if there is no consequences 
or breaking the law. And these are the hardest concepts, I think, for Christians and people who are even contemplating what the God of Christianity, the God of Israel, the God of the Bible has decreed about sin. There's a cost of sin. There's wages for sin. And it's death. It's death. That's the hardest concept I think I've ever had to contemplate. And if, I, if you can relate to me um, on this, if I can relate to you, because I think we all feel the same way. Death is what I want. Death is what I want for the things I've done in my past. I think I'm an awfully good person. I've done some good things. But that's not the law. The law is that all who have fallen short, and all of us have, we are worthy of this. And as much as I still shrink from that idea, I realize that it's God's economy. And we may not understand it or comprehend it, but in reference and fear of the Lord, we know that that is the standard that he holds us to. But what we can come to understand over time, if we can't understand, just thinking about it conceptually, the cost of sin, then perhaps we need to look to the cross. We need to look and see a man hanging on the cross, a man who did nothing wrong, who was perfect and holy. And it's hard to look. It's hard to look. I know that most people don't like looking. I like looking now. I like looking so I can see love. Love poured out. Poured out for you. On the cross. That is how much he loves you. That is the cost. That is the cost that God was willing to pay to reconcile you to him. For if we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. He has poured himself out like a drink offering for us. Paid in full, totally completely there is nothing left to be done you have been forgiven of all your sins if you trust in the cross jesus christ has paid that ransom for you and there is nothing left to do but accept it you're justified you're redeemed you're forgiven you're reconciled and you're adopted. Actually, you're a son. You're a daughter. That's an amazing thing. You've gone from being an enemy of God to being a child of God. This is the transition we undergo when we come to know who the Lord is and we see what he's done. And even more, he calls us now his ambassadors. That's a 
an interesting thing. I don't know many ambassadors. I've known one in my whole life who actually represented his country at another country. And so now we are ambassadors for God. Quite a responsibility in the state that we're, we're in. And we are called to be ambassadors and we implore men, other men and women who are not saved, to be reconciled to God. That's how he does it. He implores. That's what Paul said in 2 Corinthians. I implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. It's one of the reasons why evangelists are brought to tears. And it's a good thing. There is true emotion and and love in seeing that the Lord wants other men to be saved. And he uses us to express that. So if you say you've never heard God speaking, you have. Whenever he uses other men, he is using those men in the state that they're in to talk to you, to convince you, and ask you to be reconciled to him. Now, the amazing thing is, as I said, and we started, that even if you're saved, you are still at war. And it's a different type of war. And this is the war that we we have where we realize, I'm saved, I'm forgiven, but I still fight against sin. I still fight against, even though in my mind, I understand God's laws, and I delight in them, and I want to be like Him, and walk like Him, and He is doing that work in me, and will see me perfected, I still fall short. Paul did. Paul the Apostle did. So if someone so great like he did, such a great Apostle, fell short, even after he'd been saved, so much so will all of us. So we have to look at that, and understand that even though we have been saved. We will live out the rest of our lives in this body that is constantly desiring sin. And we come to the Lord in forgiveness, knowing that when we confess to Him, He will forgive us. He has forgiven all our sins. The cross has accomplished everything. You cannot be let go from his hand once you've accepted salvation. So thank God for that. Thank God for that. I can explain to you how I work in my own office and how I I have uh, close to a dozen um, employees working for me now. And I've tried my best over the years to, to represent the Lord, to be a reflection of his glory. And I fall short all the time. And I'm a hypocrite. And I do things here and I do the opposite here. And it is something that I even come to my employees and ask their forgiveness when they see me not being a servant leader like Jesus was. When they see me doing things that don't show the fruits of the Spirit, like patience and gentleness. And I know that the Lord is forgiving and that he's continually working in me and I'm thankful for that but I won't reach that point in this life it's just it's just part of the process so in any case knowing that he is conforming me to the image of his beautiful and perfect son is the victory I have in this war that I'm constantly fighting 
knowing that eventually I'm reaching that place. So it's a war that we will win. The other war that we talked about before, where you are an enemy of God, cannot be won. That war is futile. He has no rival. He has no rival. But his love is unceasing. And it's always being poured out for those who are willing to come to him humbly and see how much he loves you. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that. And enjoy the song that I wrote about this. It's called War. <laughs>